What's up, Braves Nation? This is the Ethos Braves Podcast. I'm your host, John McKay, and I've got that Western Kentucky lovely voice you're used to hearing. It's Jeremy Bell. Jeremy, how's it going? Hey, John. It's going good, man. Good, good, uh, you know, good week for the Braves. Let's put it that way. Definitely. We, uh, the Braves broke out the, the brooms yesterday, and then we're close to breaking out the brooms against the Mets this, over the weekend. Yeah, you know, um, uh, I, I, you talk about a series that just wasn't meant to be against the Mets. You know, now, no playing on uh, Saturday, Sunday. They come back and play Monday. And, um, you know, the interesting thing, you know, you start Strider and and um, and Morton on Monday, and I was wondering who in the world's going to pitch, uh, you know, do the rotation and how they're going to figure it out. But uh, mm-hmm. Dylan Dodd, you know, kind of answered that yesterday. Uh, on Thursday with a great performance and uh, end up winning the game. So uh, that pushed Max Fried back to start this series with the Oreos. Uh, but, you know, I mean, a lot of things have, a lot of things have gone on uh, since that time, right? Going on the uh, injured list and, and uh, you know, Harris being uh, a little injured, Acuna yesterday, uh, Thursday fouling it off his knee. So uh, a little banged up, but, uh, you know, overall, uh, uh, you know, a good performance against Marlins. Wait, am I just hungry, or did you say Oreos? Or Oreos. The Oreos, yeah, you're just hungry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. That's it. Yep. You're just hungry. <laughs> okay. I guess I guess I am. Um, yeah. So, I guess I should have said mops instead of brooms during the Met series, because I think they needed a mop. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think? Yeah. Um, yeah, mop would have been good. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, it's kind of funny cause we're actually, um, I'm, I'm taking a little vacation. Um, uh, uh, my daughter's graduating from college, uh, in a week, a week from on Saturday, a week from Saturday. Mm-hmm. And, and then, um, we're going to turn around and go to actually go to New York on that, on that next Wednesday. So, right. um, and then uh, be gone until Monday. So, uh, so yeah, I was hoping. I, I told them both. I said, "Better to rain now than when we're there." That's all. Mm-hmm. So uh, but, definitely. Uh, but, but yeah, man, it, I, it was weird. You know, they they almost didn't get uh, the, the Friday night game in as well. Um, I, I noticed you know, it that. Went, you know, it went five innings. Max Freed went five innings, um, and and that was it. That's all they could get in, and you could tell at least from from what I was watching. You could tell they were wanting to get this game in. You know, they mm-hmm. were going to do everything they could to get five innings in. And um, as it turned out, as soon as they got the fifth inning done, they brought the tarp out, covered it up, and then, you know, they didn't play for two more days. So, right. um, you know, it, it, it was just one of those weird things where um, – and now with this, with this balanced schedule the way it is, it, it mm. makes it a little more difficult to play somebody like I, you know, they got the double header in on Monday. They were right. they're going to have to play another double header when they go back to New York. Uh, so, you know, somebody like if the ain't, let's say the angels, you know, came to town, um, you know, and they, they, they missed some games with them. Uh, you know, they'd have had to, if, if it was going to, if it's going to matter, they would have had to have, you know, met up again sometime later in the year to be able to get those games in. Uh, So it was just, you know, that balanced schedule uh, sometimes uh, can make it a little more difficult to get games in like that. 
um, with, you know, teams not coming in or, you know, obviously we're going to be playing the Mets. So that, that for sure is, is going to be happening. But um, anyway, it, it just makes it hard to, to get those things in. Um, have you ever seen a series get delayed like that? Like two games in a row? I've seen, you know, a game get canceled, but I, I don't think I remember yeah. seeing two games no. get canceled like that. No, no, and they did it pretty quickly, you know. I mean, it was just uh, delayed, you know, or, or called mm-hmm. off for today. You know, there was no chance that they were going to get it in. You know, no uh, afternoon game going to turn into a night game. You know, nothing like that. Uh, it was, you know, I'm, I'm – we're going to, you know, we're done, uh, no more. Uh, so, uh, which I thought was weird too, because uh, they can't. Did it really rain that bad up there? I guess it was raining pretty, pretty bad. They knew it was going to be raining all weekend, and they just, mm-hmm. they just said, okay, we're done. So, uh, yeah, wow. it was weird, very weird. Yeah. Well, well, not all that. The Braves is going five and one this week. Uh, Two and one against the Mets, and uh, then a sweep of the fish down in Miami. Um, yeah. The one thing I can take from this week is Ozuna is hot for now. Well, yeah, you know the only place he can go is up. To be honest with you, uh, you know you see that average that's uh, starting to steadily climb uh, a little bit, uh, and of course he's not getting as many at bats as what he was either. So you know that. That you know, if he's not hot, that's going to make his average go down. But if he's hot, then that makes it go up. You know, he's almost mm-hmm. gone up about a hundred points on his average. I think he was uh, one oh seventy one, and now he's at one fifty three. So yeah, yeah. So so yeah, he's almost gone up a hundred points on his average. Um, but yeah, you're right. You know that we know the guy could could hit. I mean, there's no doubt about that. I mean, the guy definitely. Uh, was able to to hit the ball. I mean, he didn't lose that ability. Um, it's just on a consistent basis, uh, and he's finally maybe got himself into a consistent spot where where he can start helping. Um, you know, two fifty, two sixty, two seventy would be nice. You know, hitting thirty home runs. Uh, mm-hmm. That would be certainly make it a little more dangerous. But you also have to take the good with the bad, and you're going to expect also you know, a hundred plus strikeouts too. Right. Uh, so, but that's the, nobody looks at that anymore. Everybody's okay with a hundred plus strikeouts now. That's, that's uh, typical so, nowadays. Yeah, it's typical. You know, you don't find your, you know, in the old days with your Tony Gwynn's that might strike out five times a year uh, mm. and, and get <laughs> 500 at bats, uh, you know. So uh, nowadays, you know, a hundred strikeouts back, in the 60s and 70s and, and, and even the 80s is looked at as a bad thing. Nowadays, mm. it's looked at at the norm. Uh, that's right. the usual thing with the, you know, the launch angle of your bat and all that kind of stuff. But it's good to see – I am – it is good to see him hot, uh, and I hope he continues that. I, he may get a better reception from the home crowd uh, because the boos have been coming out uh, of late. So he may get a yes. better reception from the home crowd with the way that he's been playing, but certainly three home runs in two days. Um, and that's probably why he was playing yesterday and playing Thursday too, was because Wednesday had such a hot, a hot night. And then, you know, he turned around and, and even had one on Thursday. So, um, so yeah, I mean, uh, it, you know, everything's clicking, uh, clicking in, in really good shape right now. So uh, that's a, that's a good thing. I remember like the grand slam he hit the other night. I had walked away from my phone. 
and I come back and like, man, Miranda, I was like, Miranda, I missed it. She's like, what? Yeah. I was like, yeah. Marcel's grand slam. He hasn't done that all year. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. He hasn't done much all year, as a matter of fact. So, but I mean, uh, his, maybe the last two games gets him going. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he was just one for four. Uh, but what I also saw, I believe he got a walk yesterday too, if I recall. I think so. so yeah. um, you know, so good. At least on the discipline side of things, uh, that was a, a good thing. But um, you know, Dylan Dodd also picking it up yesterday. You know, came out in the first inning, uh, kind of had a little bit of jitters, uh, letting the two after we'd already scored a run, letting the two runs scored. But he came out after that, and the next five innings was dominant. And to be honest with you, might have if he'd have, if we'd have been um, maybe maybe if it had been a six-three lead instead of a four-three lead going mm-hmm. into the seventh. He might have gone out there for the seventh. He was just at 85 pitches. Right. Uh, so, but from a confidence standpoint, I think that has to make him feel pretty good too uh, because he had struggled the last time that he was up and he got sent down. And so, you know, he's, he's going to rely on a guy like Dylan Dodd now with Kyle Wright on the injured list. Um, and honestly, I wouldn't rush Kyle Wright back. Uh, right. Because, again, I'd rather have him in August and September uh, right. with, you know, a little bit of time off and being stronger in August and September, that's when I'd rather have him, uh, you know, and, and have him be the ace that we know he can be uh, then, but be stronger. So uh, as long as Dylan Dodd keeps pitching, because let me, let's just face it, uh, you know, we've been talking about Bryce Elder and how well he has done. Um, you know, he hasn't, um, you know, given the Braves any reason to send him back down either. Um, exactly. So, and, and, and they were going to have a difficult decision to make if Soroka was coming back, who they were going to send down. Uh, because Dylan Dodd had done, I mean, because Bryce Elder had done everything that he was asked to do um, and, and had pitched really well. And so it was going to be an interesting call of what they were going to do, go into a six-man rotation, you know, blah, whatever, whatever. So, I, mm. you know, I at this point, you know, the question of what's going to happen, we may not have to answer that for a while because uh, Kyle Wright may be on the injured list for a little bit longer than the, the 10 or 15 days that they, they normally are on. So, uh, and I believe, you know, uh, what he's got going on is what, he, what put him on the injured list in the first place. I think so. Um, you know, and – Another thing that builds, I would say, that builds uh, Dodd's confidence is the Marlins aren't the Marlins of old. They are actually a decent team. Yeah, no, they are good. I mean, you got uh, Segura, you got Soler, uh, you know, Guriel's another one. Um, uh, Arise, you know, Chisholm. Yeah, yeah, Chisholm. You know, Chisholm at the top is where, uh, you know, they really start. If he gets on and gets it, you know, he can get you in trouble really fast, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean Murphy threw him out on the base pass um, in one of the games. So, um, you know, they're they're a good team. I mean, uh, at what they are now at, um, at, at 16 and 16 uh, is probably not a representation of what they really should be. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Alcantara's not pitched very well. I think that's no. half the problem right there. Uh, I think something's wrong with him, to be honest with you. Usually when you find a guy like 
like that who's been a Cy Young candidate for the last several years. Usually you find a guy that all of a sudden his ERA turns into five or six. Something's going mm-hmm. on. Uh, something's going uh, yeah. on with his arm. Something's going on with a, a, you know, a leg or a side or something, and he's, he's not telling anybody, and he's trying to overcompensate or compensate in some way, and so something's going on. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you saw that with Morton last year in the very beginning of the year uh, with that leg injury he sustained in that World Series year when he came back last year. You know, he was dif- it was difficult on him in the beginning because he was still learning and making sure that he could step. And so he might compensate and do something differently. So you saw that ERA jump up there very high. But when it came mm-hmm. time down at the end of the year, the ERA was already headed, headed down because he was so used to it and he was feeling more comfortable with it. So And look at the start he's got off to this year. So he doesn't have to worry about that. But, but I, I just wonder, so with Alcantara not having as good a year of what he's got going, because if you look at Alcantara, the games that he pitches, he keeps you – he himself just keeps you in a game through yes. seven, eight innings and, and waiting for his team to score. Uh, you know, because he's not – you know, his ERA of five or six, it's usually an ERA of about 1.5 to two. So right. he keeps you in the game just himself. And so if you look at the, the games that he started, um, you know, you're at least probably two or three more wins. Um, than what you have now, so uh, yeah, they're they're not you know they're still a good representation of, uh, but at sixteen and sixteen, I think they're better than that. Kind of reminds me of uh, what Jacob Degrom was for the Mets recently, because he would get yeah. no run support. Yes, yes, yeah, 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 and so you know those are the pitchers that you feel sorry for. You know, it's like Degrom going to Texas. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, some of these guys. They just chase the money, um, and so their numbers are not going to be uh, as great because of the teams that they're playing on. Uh, let's right. put Jacob put Jacob Degrom in Atlanta, okay? Mm-hmm. Put him in Atlanta. Put Jacob Degrom in. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't go to New York because that's he's. I mean the Yankees because that's been a struggle. Uh, right. But put Degrom in Tampa Bay right now. Uh, and and what about the Padres? Uh, or the Padres. Put DeGrom in San Diego. Uh, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, you know, that, you know, L.A. maybe, potentially, mm-hmm. uh, because they can score runs for you. So, I mean, those are the things, um, you know, these pitchers that just chase money. It's like Verlander. I was listening to uh, um, the, uh, you know, because the Mets got swept by Detroit this this week, too. Yes. Um, and, and it was, it was rough. Was, it was, and I was, um, they were talking about, I was listening to the game on, on Monday because I was in my car, and so I was having to listen to the Mets announcers, uh, who I've listened to before, and those guys have been around a long time. Um, They're pretty good. So, yeah, they are. So um, I was listening to them, and they were saying that the Detroit weather was going to be really cold. Um, and uh, <laughs> so I, I was kind of I, I was I was laughing because they were saying they were going to have to be carrying you know, large coats and things like that because it was going to be mm. cold. And, and so I thought, well, that has an effect on you as well. But but I was listening to them yesterday, uh, and they were talking about Verlander, and Verlander was pitching, um, you know, because Scherzer got lit up too after his first start back. Um, and so they were talking about Verlander and how he was going to try – he was trying to get to 300 wins. Uh, mm-hmm. And he was probably still – you know, he'd have to average 20 wins 
for the next three years to get even close. Uh, oh, wow. and at, you know, already 41, you know, he's a guy that needs to be on it. And, and this just goes back to the point. He's a guy that needs to be on a team that's going to score runs. You know, right. he doesn't need to be, you know, staying in Houston might have been his best bet. Uh, but again, he chased the money a little bit. And of course, Verlander being two years with uh, Tommy John surgery, uh, that hurts. Because if you take those two years that he was off, you know, and, and let's say you give him a 20, even you give him 15 wins uh, in mm-hmm. those uh, in those years, that's 30 more wins. Uh, he's now, I think, uh, just 40 wins away, maybe from 300. A little more attainable than, than what you would find, uh, you know, being 60 wins away. Uh, because right. I think he's at he's at 244 maybe or something like that. So mm-hmm. so if you give him 30 more wins, he's now at three seven at 274. So he's only 20 something wins away, you know. So, uh, but he's a guy that needs to go to, you know, say in a, in the Braves or say he needed to stay in Houston or something like that. But he chased the money because they gave him a two year deal. And it was, uh, you know, pretty hefty salary. So, um, you know, will that will it come back to haunt the, the Mets in some way of having to pay him? Yeah, because they gave up Degrom and got Verlander. I think I'd rather mm-hmm. uh, maybe had Degrom because he's younger more than Verlander. Although they only gave Verlander what a two-year deal, and Degrom got what a five-year deal. So, I, I tend to agree with you on that. I would rather have Degrom because he's younger. Yeah. And- he may be more injury prone, but he's younger and he's more yeah. effective. Well, and, and to be honest with you, you know, baseball has gotten themselves in so much trouble anyway with all of these contracts. Mm-hmm. And and football's starting to move a little bit in that direction. You know, I've always thought football, um, as far as a quarterback goes, a quarterback should be kept off of the salary cap numbers. Um because the football, the quarterback's going to take up so much of the salary cap number, mm-hmm. uh, and maybe he should have a different salary cap number. You know, baseball. You know, baseball. Maybe you should have limited contracts. You know, because some of these teams are stupid enough to give you know ten, eleven year contracts to people just to spread the money out, and then they're right. on the hook if they don't if they don't do well. You know, they they should be uh, limiting uh, the number of years that they put on a contract. You should only be able to go, to me, six years, five years, five years was what I would go. Um, And a pitcher who gets up in his 30s, I would never give them more than a two- or three-year deal, to be honest Mm -hmm. with you. Um, I would never give anybody a deal. You know, if they're coming up on the end of their deal is going to get them to 35, maybe okay. But if the end of the deal is going to give them to 36 or 37, you're going to get about a year a year deal with an option for another year. That's about it. So, but these owners have gotten themselves in this situation and, and, um, and the players association is so strong that, uh, you know, there's never going to be any different, you know, different change, uh, from that. Is major league baseball the only league that doesn't have a salary cap? They do have quota salary cap, I guess they have a, a, like they have a threshold. If you go above the threshold, you're going to pay, uh, a luxury tax. Okay, um, I've never heard of so that. Actually, supposedly that luxury tax is supposed to help those those teams like the 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 Rays, um, the Marlins, 
teams like mm. that, you know, the Rays have been stuffing it in their pockets for the last, you know, 20 years. Instead of spending money <laughs> yeah. on salary, them and the Marlins have been stuffing it in their pockets for the last 20 years. And so, um, you know, when when a guy like um, when a guy like Jacob Degrom um, mm. is making more money than the entire Tampa Bay uh, team, uh, that's a problem. You know, yes. uh, you know, Texas kind of started that whole thing anyway when they gave a Rod that twenty-five million dollar a year salary. Uh, they mm-hmm. kind of started that. By the way, a Rod was supposed to have signed with Atlanta. Um, Atlanta was the front runner to get a Rod many years ago, and they were going to sign know, him I did for not about, that. yeah, they were going to sign him for about one hundred and thirty million dollars, and Texas jumped wow. in and signed him for about two fifty. You know, so wow. um, and and so I'm glad that they did that. Uh, because look at the run Texas had <clears throat> during that A-Rod time, and look at the run the Braves had during that time. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, you know, you got both teams on opposite ends of the spectrum. So, But there is a luxury tax. There is a threshold that you can go to. If you go above that, then you pay the luxury tax. Uh, and, you know, teams like the Yankees and the Dodgers care nothing about the luxury tax. They're going to pay whatever they want to. So. Uh- that's, um, that's why I noticed it because I've noticed the discrepancy between like the Rays and uh, you yeah. know the, the Yankees, and I'm like, I, I didn't, yeah, I, I didn't realize there yeah. was a salary cap because I've heard of it in the NBA, the NHL, and yeah. the NFL. Yeah, well, <laughs> sadly, sadly enough, uh, teams like the Rays have been able to do it. Um, you know, fortunately, been able to do it. Uh, with what they've been given, they've been able to scout. They just can't hang on to players, mm-hmm. uh, basically. But they've been able to scout and do a pretty good job of what they have. Uh, so, um, yeah. And, and but anyway, it's um, you know that's a that that's a topic for another time. But um, you know there there should be. But but Major League Baseball's Players Association is so strong that there's mm-hmm. never going to be any way you're going to get through that. They're just going to keep getting salaries higher and higher. I got you. Um, well, the Braves, they played really well this week. Um, and the game against uh, the Mets on Friday, is it Matt Olson and Ronald Acuna both had uh, home runs, a three-run shot yeah. and a solo shot? Yeah. Um, I believe the Matt Olson homer put the icing on the cake, and he may have sent it to the moon. Uh, yeah. The the homers that the the, the, the Braves hit over the, the Mets series, um, yeah, the Ocean one opened the opened the door basically mm-hmm. uh, in the fifth when they were when it, to be honest with you, I, I'm not sure if they'd have gone scoreless. I think in the fifth on both teams, I think that the Braves would have only had they would have only gotten uh, they wouldn't have gotten they wouldn't have gotten the rest of that game in. But Ocean mm-hmm. opened it up, and and it's funny because. Um, it, it appeared that, you know, uh, Buck Showalter, and I, I know this game, by the way, quite well, uh, because I, I saw some coaches kind of play this game uh, whenever I was coaching. He was trying to play mm-hmm. rain delay theater a little bit. You know, <laughs> he was trying to, he was trying to, you know, he'd make a visit to the mound or he was talking to an umpire or something. Uh, and the mm-hmm. umpires were bound to determine they were going to get this game in. So it mm-hmm. didn't matter. He wasn't going to stop the game. And then Olsen broke it wide open with that homer. I think it was a three-run homer, if I remember. Yeah. I think um, so. And so, yeah, so he broke it wide open, and all of a sudden it was like, oh, I'm not going to get out of this one. And, and um, 
he let it go. But he tried to play rain delay theater. But but uh, but yeah, but a good game from Max Freed. Um, and you know, five innings, uh, and that was all they went. Three hits, uh, no one runs. walk, and and seven strikeouts and no runs. So yeah, I'll take that any so, day. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, he was just cruising along, looking like Max Freed. You know, I mean, um, just you know, ho hum. Uh, and, and, and he was, you know, the pitch clock's going to help out an instance like this when you need to get mm-hmm. a game hustled in, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if they hadn't had the pitch clock, I don't think they'd get this game in, honestly. Yeah, uh, because the, the pace of the game was going to be way too slow to begin with. So, right. but yeah, but a good win. But a good win on, on Friday night, and then you moved to the doubleheader uh, on, uh, on Monday. That was the first game was a uh, interesting game, a nine to eight final. Uh, got a little sketchy with, uh, for the Braves late in that game, but uh, since the yeah. starter, yeah. four runs uh, over five innings. Um, yeah, three, three walks, eight struck out, eight. So he he uh, missed out on the nine like he had been. Um, mm. Yeah, it, it was one of those where we just held on. Um, yeah, pretty much. You know, we kept. We kept, I, you know, I thought there for a minute, you know, it was six nothing right off the six to one, I should say, right off the bat. And I was thinking, all right, right. you know, we, we are smoking, we are moving, and then, uh, then they got three in the bottom of the third, and one in the sixth, and then the Braves got three in the seventh, uh, but the Mets got two, and then the Mets get one in the ninth, uh, and made it nine eight, um, and uh, but yeah, we just held on, uh, and again. Um, Dylan Lee, I think, finally gave up his first run uh, of the year, uh, so he got that out of the way. But McHugh came in and struggled. Um, he, yeah. during, during this time, I was yelling at the TV because I was riding my bike. And um, <laughs> so, uh, anyway, um, it was probably a good thing nobody was home. Uh, and so <laughs> I was yelling at the TV when McHugh came in. I was just saying, just throw strikes. That was the thing. You know, he had a lead at the time. And I was like, just throw strikes. And, and he struggled, but – Chavez came in and shut him down, which was good to see. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Nick Anderson came in and shut him down. And then Mentor struggled in the ninth, uh, did give up a run, but finally shut it down. So, um, you know, that was good to see because the last few games he had struggled. Um, uh, and it had been Chavez and Mentor that had struggled. So, uh, you know, the good thing to note on that, I believe uh, Iglesias may be available uh, against Baltimore this weekend. I think, uh, somebody, I think he is, and I think – if I'm not mistaken, Soroka is too, correct? Uh, I, he, I think, is, is available. I, I think he's been available for a while. Uh, okay. They're just letting him get some rehab starts just to, okay. just to get the feel of it. But I think he's ready to go at any time. I think if you'd have seen somebody like Bryce Elder Falter, you know, mm-hmm. that I think he would have been up. But, but um, I think he's ready to go uh, now. I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't make – he, if he doesn't make uh, the next start that Dylan Dodd makes, they may give Dodd another start um, mm-hmm. and then, then keep Soroka back just a little bit longer. Um, but these guys keep coming up and keep helping uh, keep Soroka back a little bit just to make sure that he is ready to go, which helps out a lot. But, but yeah, I, he, he could be. But Iglesias coming back in and putting Mentor back to that eighth inning, I think certainly will help things out. But the second game now, wasn't so so great. My brain is failing me. So was this the two through and home game for homer game for Murphy, or was this uh, the, the next game against the Marlins? 
that was yeah, Murphy what talking about the nine eight game? Yeah. Yeah, this was the this was the two two run to the two homers for Murphy. Yeah, the six okay. RBIs. Yeah. So yeah. I I was yeah, running a, when that first one in the first pardon. I was running finishing up my ten mile run that day. Um yeah. shameless yeah. plug. Um humble brag. <clears throat> um, yes. I was uh finishing up my run when that home run hit and I about jumped off the street. I was like I, I jumped. So yeah. I was yeah. Kind of excited. Uh, and, and the you know, you know, I always talk about exit velocity and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh what appears to be coming off his bat right now is about a hundred miles an hour every time mm-hmm. it looks. I mean, because he is swinging a what appears to be he is, um, you know, squared up, uh, centering up, doing whatever, hitting it on the label, whatever he's doing. It looks to me like he is swinging the bat um, like he's going to kill the baseball, like he's going to knock the cover off the ball, the old, you know, the natural thing, you know, the movie. Mm-hmm. And he's going to knock the cover off the ball every time. The ball is hurting every time it, he hits it. Yeah. So, <laughs> Um, you know, it, it, I, I'm surprised the infielders haven't heard it going, ah, you know, as it goes by on, yeah. comes at them or something, you know. So, but he's hitting exactly. the ball hard, hitting the ball hard. But yeah, the the, the homers came in that first uh, game of the doubleheader. Um, now I'll, I'll be honest, my brain is failing me again. What was the final score of the the second game? No, uh, second game was five to three, and uh, didn't really hit the ball very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eddie Rosario. Uh, you know, Eddie's starting to hit the ball, too, uh, which is good. Uh, but only had two, three, four, five, six hits in the game. Uh, so didn't give uh, – and Morton didn't pitch too bad of a game, to be honest with you. Uh, gave up one run in the, in the second, gave up one in the fifth, and two in the sixth. Uh, but he pitched uh, a little over five innings, uh, gave up four runs. Um, but they just did scoring runs for him, to be honest with you. And those runs came late. You know, did give up one in the second and one in the fifth, um, and then ended up giving up the two, two in the sixth, which chased him from the game. So, uh, Tonkin came in, uh, had a scoreless inning in two thirds, and Jimenez came up. He did give up an an, an earned run, but um, <laughs> five to three, and I believe Rosario got the three run homer that uh, got it. Um, uh, at that time, they took the lead. They took the lead at three to two, um, and. Uh, so I was like, "Yes, you're gonna come away with a, a sweep of the Mets," and then the Mets come right back, and and then uh, you know we just gonna, you know, hey, it's okay. Uh, I'll, I'll take it any day, and you get two out of three from the Mets. Absolutely. Oh, definitely. Um, after this game, they took a flight down to Miami, and good uh, stayed a, a good flight and stayed hot. Um, yeah. Now my brain is. Escaping me again. Tuesday, um, yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday's game was a six-nothing game, which was okay. Uh, which was a, a fun game. Uh, Bryce that was Elder, a Bryce Elder game, correct? Yeah, so, uh, seven innings, uh, three hits, six strikeouts. Um, I'll take that. So I'd take that. And and again, um, and and I guess the good thing about Elder is, you know, he's the guy in this rotation that you're going to forget about, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, because you got. Max Freed, you got Kyle Wright, you got Spencer Strider, and you got, you know, Charlie Morton. And even Morton, to be honest with you, Morton and Wright are kind of the two guys that are forgotten about because everybody's focused on Max Freed and Spencer Strider. And really everybody's focused on Strider, to be honest with you, because of the right. way he pitches. Uh, right. So, 
so Bryce Elder's kind of the forgotten guy of this bunch, and he's pitching like, um, you know, he should be the guy they should be talking about, which I think yeah. is great because I, I think that's taking the pressure off of him uh, because, mm-hmm. really, there's no pressure on him. Um, I think he's earned that spot to be up in this rotation right now. Um, mm-hmm. And the seven innings right there, I think, just goes to show you, uh, you know, that he has earned that spot, uh, definitely. Uh, so, um, pitching like that, you know, that, that one time there was going to be a, a, a battle of, of what is it going to be Elder or Ian Anderson that's going to be those guys. And then it was, you know, Schuster and Dodd, which one of those guys is going to get that fifth spot? Mm-hmm. Well, Bryce Elder said, hey, why don't you hold my drink, everybody? I'll go ahead and yep. take this. You know? Yep. Yeah, so um, – and, and he's just been pitching, you know, not necessarily pitching for his life because I think – you would think with the number of starts he's gotten, he doesn't have to do that anymore. He can relax a little bit. But if that's the way he needs to pitch, let's keep it going that way. Mm-hmm. Um, who uh, who impressed you offensively this game? Well, um, you know, again, Ozuna had a couple of hits. That's good to see. Had a hot series. Uh, Albie's the same way. Uh, you know, I've been on Ozuna all year. I, I'd, I'd take Ozuna in this one um, just, you know, because I have been on him all year. Um, but the guy that really needs to get going is Austin Riley. I think that's been a struggle in that third spot. We talked a little bit about him yesterday uh, in the game. He's a guy that's been struggling, and he's a guy that needs to get it going. He said they've been working on things. Him and Sykes have been working on some things. Uh, so, uh, it appeared that he started to be hitting the ball a little bit better. Um, so that's a guy that really needs to get going. But, but uh, you know, you could almost say this was the Ozuna series, even though uh, because Ozuna with two hits um, in the Tuesday game, and he comes around and hit three, has three hits in the Wednesday game, including, you know, those two homers and the five RBIs. Uh, so, uh, you know, you could almost – then he had a hit yesterday. So – so what's that? Two, three, four, five, six hits. You know, so was when, I was I Wednesday say, the, was which that was the grand slam? I... Wednesday was the grand slam. He had three hits, two homers, five RBIs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, that was the Kyle Wright game where he only pitched two innings. Um, I got you. You know, I, I I was I was tough on McHugh on Monday for for how he how he pitched and how he struggled. Well, in the game on Wednesday, he pitched three innings. He had to pick it up. He pitched three innings. He had three. He only gave up he three. I hits. think he made he up no for runs it. And, yeah, I think he he more than made up for it. Definitely, uh, more than made up for it. So, um, but yeah, you know, and and you know, and, and again, that and that's all possible because Bryce Elder had seven innings the day before. Okay, mm-hmm. um, you know, they kind of went to the bullpen on on um, uh, the Monday afternoon game. Uh, and mm-hmm. then, you know, they, they really needed a break. And so on Tuesday, and they got a break over the weekend because they didn't pitch. But then Tuesday, you had Bryce Elder going seven innings. You only had to use two guys in that game. Right. Uh, so Kyle Wright, when he went down, they had to use one, two, three, four, five guys. Uh, so it was a big help. Uh, and then it was a big help with Dodd. Yes, on Thursday, he went six innings. Uh, mm-hmm. So, and could have gone seven, to be honest with you. Um, but, um, you know, his pitch count, even though he, he, I think he threw 20 pitches in the, in the first inning where he gave up the run, but he only pitched 10 in the, in the second inning. Uh, so, uh, you know, that average, you can go six, seven innings doing it that way. So, uh, but yeah, 
those two guys certainly helped the bullpen out a lot and didn't tax them a whole lot with that Kyle Wright game, which you can't mm-hmm. do anything about Wright. Um, right. You know, that's, that's something. But, but, yeah, you could almost say offensively this whole series, you'd look at Ozuna, definitely. Um, you know, Ozzy had a good series, too. Uh, you know, even I think Pilar he was nine for fifteen or nine for fourteen. Yeah, and even Pilar had series. a good game in this in this uh, Wednesday night Wednesday night game. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I mean, I would say this whole series fourteen to six. You know, on on Wednesday night, and then to come back with that six three game yesterday. Uh, right. You know, so so yeah. Um, you know, I, I I could look at this whole series and even say Ozuna. I just hope he continues that. Um, yes. You know, because I, 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 I always say one, one game doesn't make a, a, a season. You would like it to be more, and, and three games is getting there. You know, you'd like for it to continue uh, on into, you know, this weekend series with the Orioles. Right. Um, speaking of the Orioles, um, Max Fried's on the mound tonight. Do you know who he's pitching against? You know what? I did not have a chance to check that out, but you give me just a second. I think I can – I think I can <clears throat> figure that out. Um, da, da, da. I got to go looking. Um, you know, technology is slow this morning. I would morning, assume Strider like and Morton are going. Yeah, uh, it's free Strider Morton. That is your uh, that is your guys on. Um, let's see. Hold on. Um, street. Uh, yeah, free Strider and Morton uh, are the Braves. Um, Dean, Dean Kramer, he's two and one, uh, over six ERA. Uh, he's making his seventh start of the season. Um, uh, you know, seven, little over seven strikeouts in nine innings. He's pitched twenty-nine two-thirds innings. Mm-hmm. Uh, his last three starts, though, he is uh, two and one. In his last okay. three starts, yeah. Name doesn't yep. ring a bell, but we'll see. Uh, does not, you know, but the the, the Orioles. If you look back on them, they were a team that was coming last year. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they were really hot at the end of last year. So, um, and that's good to see uh, out of the out of the Baltimore bunch. But, um, but yeah, that's that's uh, who's going. And, and you know, they're going to face, um, you know, they're going to face the best Atlanta's got. You know, with Freed, Strider, and Morton. Right. Uh, so hopefully, we can keep this train moving, and um, you know keep it going and build up this lead and, and get uh, even more uh, games ahead of everybody. Who's going, who's going on Saturday and Sunday for the Orioles? I, that I don't have. I didn't have that. I don't have that pulled up. Sorry about that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Um, Sorry. Are you good? Before we close, yeah. before we close, um, I'm going to take a look at the minor league standings. I sent you um, those. Yep. Um, yep. And my phone won't read them to me. Um, that's, Stupid. That's why I said yeah. you and Kyle. <laughs> um, yeah. I guess we can look at Augusta, Augusta first, and then Rome, and then Mississippi, and then Gwinnett. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I right, let me. I'm hoping I can do this too, John. So, um, because um, I'm not sure on my phone if it'll let me do it as well. Oh, okay. Um, so, because of what I got, I don't think it will. Because I think I'll lose you if I do that. Oh, so, you will? So, yeah. So, so maybe uh, let's do this for, if we can, let's do this for Tuesday. Um, okay. Maybe we can do it Tuesday. Um, and I can save this off on another thing. 
and we All right, that works. when you send it to me. Yeah, I'm afraid right, I'll lose too. you. Technology is not nice on my phone sometimes. So. <laughs> well, I'll just go ahead and give her uh, a, a vague update. I know Augusta, they've they're still hot where they're pitching, um, but their offense is not elite. Um, they've yeah. been playing against Canapolis, and Canapolis is not a very good team. Um, Rome has been up and down. I think they're a little under 500. They're playing teams in Bowling Green um, this week. Mississippi is struggling. They're at the bottom of their division. Um, uh, they, they, I think they've been against Pensacola this week, um, which is a affiliate of the Marlins. And then Gwinnett has been back and forth with Charlotte this week. I know they won a couple games. I think they've lost a couple um, as far as I can tell. But both the teams aren't doing as well as we're – all the, the minor league teams for Atlanta are doing as well as we're used to. But yep. they, they're, they're on the up and up, I believe. Yep. Well, let's, let's hope so. Up and up is good, John. Yes, sir. <laughs> yep. um, if that's all I got, you got anything else to add before we get nope. out of here? No, sir, I'm good. Let's uh, let's go for a, a nice series, a weekend series against the Orioles, and um, you know let's uh, you know pick up uh, another series win uh, and uh, move on from there. Oh, I'm so scatterbrained. Um, offensive player and pitcher for the week. Who would you? Uh, for this past week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, if I was gonna go pitcher, I'd have to go Dylan Dodd and and. Um, and and Bryce Elder, uh, I agree just because of the games that they pitched. So I, I think you'd have to give them co. Uh, you know, Elder pitched seven, Dodd pitched six in a in a pressure situation. Uh, you know, just getting recalled and and coming back. Um, you know, as far as offensive player, uh, again, you know, Ozuna owned the series against the Marlins. Mm. Uh, he, he we haven't been speaking too highly of him over this last uh, year anyway. So. I, I would throw it his way, even though everybody else had a pretty good week, uh, too. But I, I think Ozuna deserves a little bit of credit in this regard. I, if, if it wasn't Ozuna, I'd go Murphy. But Yeah, well, yeah, I, I think we could pick Murphy just about every time because he's been yeah. hot all year. So, uh, so yeah, uh, you know, watch those numbers. You know, Rosario's good numbers, too, as well, which is good. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Ozuna, that lower part of the order, that's good to see. Uh, because we need those guys, as what Kyle was pointing out a couple of weeks ago, you know, Rosario's going to trend in that 250, 260 range. Uh, right. So that's, that's fine. Uh, very good hitter. Um, you know, and we, we just need Ozuna to be in that range too, I think. And then, and awesome. then, and then we'll be good. So. Well, guys, um, thanks for listening. Really, really appreciate it. Um, if you want to follow us, you can follow us on Twitter at I'm at F3 Motley Crew. The show is at Ethos Braves. Um, Jeremy, Facebook? Yep, I'm still on Facebook. You can find me at Jeremy Bell. And you can follow the show on any listening platform, Spotify, iTunes, Apple, Stitcher. Uh, I'm sure there's others that I can't remember at the point. But as always, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. And go Braves. Go Braves.